Seahawks go down to Dallas and get their win on Sunday, a little Christmas Eve present. We're joined right now by Pete Carroll. Time for the Pete Carroll Show. This is the Pete Carroll Show. Goalie gets it, goes right. Oh, he gets hammered. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 throughout the season. We play football. (laughs) All right, and football's fun. Brought to you by Les Schwab Tires, Buffalo Wild Wings, Good Chevrolet, and VenueKings.com. Well, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Now, here are your hosts. Coach, good morning. You go down to Dallas, and uh, it sure looked like your team responded. How'd it feel? Yeah, it was good. Uh, It was a big challenge for us, you know, and and with all the hype and the buildup, and of course it's Dallas and Jerry and Big D and all that stuff, you know, and uh, they were all fired up, which was great, and we matched it, and, you know, played a really good, solid football game. A lot of areas that we're always talking about, but there's, uh, in general, the guys played so physically right. Uh, you can see it in special teams, how we're so consistent across the board, chasing kicks and stuff like that. Uh, it was a really fun, tough game, and, and uh, it was great to see the guys do it. How nice to see a few takeaways. Yeah, yeah, that was great. You know, and, and uh, real takeaway here, you know, and by, by Maxie, that was a great one. It's a classic. Somebody said he's got the most uh, caused fumbles uh, of any uh, active DB or something like that playing right now, which is fitting because he really act proactively goes after it, you know, and he did a beautiful one. Why can't more guys do that? You know, it's amazing. You asked that. I, I've been trying to coach the heck out of that for so long to get guys to take those And you're shots. coaching it just what he did. I'm telling you, precisely. And, and, and to go ahead and attack the football, you know, and have that awareness when you're making your tackles. And it just is not something that everybody can do. Just certain guys have the, a special awareness. And once they gain it, they've, they're better than other guys at it. You know, Earl's one of those guys. He's always going after the football. Bobby's one of those guys. Cam was one of those guys. I mean, we've been. You can't imagine. You can't imagine how much we've emphasized this over the years. And so to see it happen so beautifully at a great time. It, it seems like awesome. more more often we see guys try to rip at a football, right, and try to drag it out of someone's hands, or maybe you get a helmet, point to the helmet that ends up, you know, knocking the ball out. But the punch seems to be unique. Yeah, the the punch is unique, and and it's interesting. Like even Max, he's not tackling the guy right there he's punching the ball you know and then he has to go to the, the tackle and it's it's hard for guys to make that you know that, that convergence from i gotta make the secure tackle you know you gotta have a d- different level of awareness which i've always been able to see we've always said well you just get us one more guy that'll do it you know uh but um anyway so yeah there's a, a lot of ways and there's a lot of technique involved here that's one of the best ones when you talk about just that physical presence you guys had defensively special teams those two phases really stood out we just took a call and the call said oh it's a simple is having Bobby and KJ. The fact that those two guys were just right in the fold and back playing, was it that simple to you? Or you, what, you, can't, you can't deny that. You can't deny how powerful those guys, their presence is, and, and their you know, they're, they're savvy and their wherewithal and, and the communication and all that. So, I mean, look, look at the difference. <laughs> it was huge. And, and I don't, unfortunately, Bobby played two weeks ago, but he couldn't prepare and he wasn't quite right. And he just went out there and just, you know, was a warrior at it and did the best he could. And he didn't play poorly at all. But we didn't get the benefit of the preparation and all the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Those guys are legit ball players, man. And in the game where they tried to run the ball right down your throat, uh, we needed all the help we can get. And those guys just hung in there. Bobby's got 11 tackles. KJ gets a turnover. You know, we're all of this stuff. All this stuff. Have, have those two guys in the linebacker position always been this important to this defense and we're just now realizing it or has their importance grown 
in the last year or two? No, they've always been this important. Bobby's always been a great player. He's been a, a significant factor. He had to learn in the first couple of years. He had to clean stuff up where he, his reads were you know, consistent. He would take advantage of the preparation, which he does beautifully now. They've always been. The, the Mike linebacker is always the leading tackler. I mean, he's always got you know, the chance to be a 100-tackle guy. I mean, go back all the way to the old Viking days, you know. Like Scott Studwell. Oh, yeah. Way, you know, way back in the day. But yeah. um, that's always been the case. But uh, when now more than ever, because of the other guys that aren't around, the, the, those guys are more significant because their presence and their leadership and their consistency is just something that we can even bank on even more. And they're better now than they've ever been. You know, you know? Just, just thinking about football in general, felt like when we were kids, Brock, there was a, so much talk about linebackers, right? And all the great linebackers in the game, and, and Lawrence Taylor probably chief among them in that time. Buckus and yeah. Singletary. And, and, and then it was Ray Lewis in that group. And over the last decade, or, or maybe even a little less than that, it seems as if the linebacker doesn't get the same level of national respect and they don't get paid quite Draft as much. Draft pick status. Yeah, well, has, I think have that, things that's, changed? A really, that's a good observation. I haven't made that observation specifically, but you're, you, there is something to it, and it's because of the nature of the offensive schemes. You know, you're not getting downhill, physical, attacking teams for, across the board like that used to be, you know, standard and so those linebackers had to just keep pounding it and beating up the, the running backs and the fullbacks and all. there's no fullbacks in the league to speak of there's hardly even exist anymore you know and so uh there's a different style and i think it does call for more attention to the safeties and the dbs and the guys that are making their plays on the perimeter and the edge and all that you know more so speaking of i guess style a little bit i love some of the nickel pressure and and justin gets home early on a sack shack I was describing earlier in one of our takeaways. What a beautiful job he did. Number one, jamming three. Mm-hmm. And then Zeke couldn't find him as he kind of sifted through. And then he just unloaded on Dak as well. Was there a kind of a concerted effort knowing in some of those situations you'd bring a little bit well, of pressure? Well, we wanted to be aggressive. You know, we'd always like to find our ways to be aggressive because it changes everything. And, and uh, uh, I thought Chris did a nice job of mixing them up and getting them going. And, and obviously the guys really came off the edges really well. We executed well. We hit the, you know, it's part of that is, you know, hitting the contained rush and getting underneath it or coming off as the contained rusher. All those things are, you know, they're intricate and sometimes they're better than others. We hit them in, in this game. And I know all these calls go through your headset, but back, you were mentioning in your coordinating days, back to when you did coordinate, did you feel like you could set some tone aggressively with some of the absolutely. some of your calls? No, absolutely. I think that's a huge part of playing defense and uh, and it's it factors into the, the caller's mind, the quarterback's mind, your own guy's mind when you come flying off the edge. Like there was one early, we didn't sack him but he had to throw the ball away and it was a flash you know and it was exciting to see that happen and you know that you you know you leave an impression and that's you know his, when is he coming next time you know so that all of that factor is uh is certainly part of is it is that all a little testament too to what Shaq's doing cuz in order to bring them some of that pressure you're leaving guys typically in some one-on-one situations Earl's in the well, back depends, yeah. but is that testament to where Shaq and Maxie are right now too I a little bit I don't know about that <laughs> okay. I don't think that's the way to look at it but uh you could <laughs> I'm not going there but uh you know there was it's just there was some really good design and some things that came together really nicely and you know it comes back they got to do it right you know Shaq does you know he's not supposed to run into that guy when he's coming off the edge or he mistimed that a little bit but uh but it was kind of effective because Zeke no, didn't no, he, no, he kind of got lost yeah <laughs> yes. he did get lost on it usually that's enough to keep you out from uh, you know the right the distance that, that it takes to get there but uh worked out great but uh, anyway so it's good that's stuff cool. how much pride did your group show this week oh I thought it was a it couldn't have been more obvious you know, they're really disappointed in what you know what had shown in the last couple of weeks, and and uh, uh, we still we worked hard the whole time, all through this whole you know thing here. We've been working hard, but sometimes the results don't match up with you know the the input, and and so it did. And you know, really go back to this was a hard 
game. You know, this is a, this is a hard game in Dallas, and they're jacked, and the running back, and the hype, and the buildup, and they're pretty healthy. They lost their tackle, but they were pretty darn healthy and all that. So uh, it, it was going to take, you know, a really concerted, solid, across-the-board effort. And I thought the best part about it was the defense made the plays, offense responded. You know, we didn't have a great day on offense at all, but we did respond properly and, and did get the scores we needed and did all right. So so how does that work? So you guys ran the ball more than you threw it on Sunday. It, it, it We were talking a little bit about identity. We talked a lot about it last week. And, and when I think of the identity that you want – physical balance running the football counting on your defense even though the offense wasn't all that successful and certainly in terms of yards on the day did the commitment to the run help the whole game yeah i thought the whole game felt normal to us it felt normal you know it felt like we were mixing and, and we were doing the stuff we wanted to do even though we got in trouble and and some of the throwing game we we got stuck in the backfield a couple times you know we needed to get the ball out and rest, rest, you know couldn't find his way out of it and, and we got stuck another huge you know, impacting loss was a terrible play. Third and five, you know, empty, quick, right. get the ball, you know. Yep. So those things happen. And, and uh, um, but all in all, and, you know, part of it, again, is going back to we took care of the football in, in the game when that was the issue. And so we, we was heavily weighted in our favor. So it was a good, solid football game. And I love the special teams work, too. Uh, they had a good returner, and we did a nice job, and we kept him under wraps. Uh, Jeremy Lane played a really good game. Uh, P.J. Dawson really showed up on a couple of plays, which was great to get that that kind of impact. So uh, it really helped us What's out. What's Lane supposed to do on that? hit by the way there's nothing there's nothing he could I, possibly there, do. I don't think i thought there was nothing you could do other than you know than just take the hit that's all you could do all right let me you complain know, about in rest. that amount of time can, can we talk about rest for just a second here so tyler lockett is you pushed. can talk about it all right you want. well yes. what is from your point of view and i saw you going nuts on the sideline isn't tyler lockett isn't his forward progress stopped the, the rule if i understand it right is he can't be pushed out of bounds to stop the clock both knees hit inbounds they didn't see it Okay. They spun him around, and Tyler did a remarkable job of trying to get something down. And both knees hit, hit, and the guy, be, the guy behind him, you know, originally did the spot. And not what I was mad at is the guy on the other end. He saw what I saw. He was seeing the same thing. I said, "Overrule the guy." You right. saw it. He said, "That's his call to make." You know. And so, can you, you can you challenge that? Uh, you can challenge some spots and stuff like that, but you, you, you so rarely get right. anything out of it. And then we lose the timeout, the one that you right. always hate me. You know. Yeah. For, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had you had a moment, right? Like, don't Pete, don't challenge Pete. Well, that was earlier in the that game. Was early, yeah. <laughs> and would you like to see? Would you like to see the the officials have the opportunity to have two different types of pi? One that's a spot foul and one that's a ten yard. Oh, I think it's with seventy yards in two plays on calls that were totally challengeable. I mean, you could challenge the, both those calls, and it's seventy yards. Right. You know, it just doesn't seem like it's like it fits right, but. Um, you know, that's just the way it is, you know, and, and you we just have to live with it. The, the hard part is, you know, there used to be a rule that when a when a defensive back doesn't look back for the football and right. you make contact, it was a penalty. You know, so you couldn't face guard, you couldn't run into him and, and make contact. Well, now it just goes back and forth all the time, and sometimes a guy can run into him and spin around, and sometimes he can't, and it's just, it's such, it's a very difficult call. It just is so huge in the game. I just wish that there was Well, I'm here so you won't get fined. That kind of that's why I'm here. I'm here so I, you won't I, get fined. I didn't say anything No, you did not. Point. But I am. Right but just from a, if you're in the competition, I'm always curious. And your background with secondary beat coach, I think I'd love your input on this. If you could define what is pass interference, how would you define that? I would define it as if a guy does something that keeps the guy from catching the football. That that you know, if you keep if you keep him from catching the football by your your involvement with him, then now there's the question now. You know, and, and if it's not one of those issues, then let's go there. And it could go both ways. Yeah. You know, like what happened on on uh, Coleman's, as he's he 
tried to time that and spin right at the last moment, and his head gets wrapped up and he gets yanked. Well, you know, who was at fault right there? That's it's a tough call and all that, uh, and I think they have to be no calls when you can't tell, and, and that's you know that's more so than okay, let's call something, you know. So hey, back, they're just so impacting. They changed the game so much. You were talking about Mike asked you about the pride and everything. I love this cut from KJ. I like playing you sound that you probably haven't heard as well, and you typically enjoy hearing from your players. KJ post game talking about what they did defensively. He used a word twice. And I'm going to ask you about it. Here was KJ post game. Team defense, man, we uh, all became accountable throughout the week. It started on Wednesday. We won the day on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's how we came out. We were so successful today. So everybody became accountable and we really redeemed ourselves from last week. From a messaging, I know messaging is really important to you and a lot of the coach. From a messaging standpoint, how important was that word accountability? Well, that was the first phrase they heard in the locker room after that game before. You know, because we needed to move forward and, and we needed to, you know, if you keep looking with all, where it could have been somewhere else, you know, and the issues could have been focused somewhere else, then you're not taking care of your own business. If we take care of our own business, we'll be all right. So I, I think, KJ, I, I don't think it was any great revelation, you know, but that's that's just what was the messaging, and, and the guys did a fantastic job and came through on a big stage. So Earl Thomas goes into the opponent's locker room after the game. <laughs> First of all, how unusual is that? I'm up in arms. <laughs> That's unusual, you know. I, you know, uh, Bear Bryant did it, you know, <laughs> back in the day with the Trojans. You know, I remember that one. And there's some kind. Of, yeah, it's happened though. And uh, um, I, I think it was. I, I sat with Earl afterwards, and he was. Like, what do you mean? Uh, you know, he didn't know, think he did anything wrong at all. He didn't know. So he was just having fun, and, and he was really excited about the game. And he was, I, you know, a little bit rub it in a little yeah. bit, you know, and, and have a good time with it. But um, and then he just said something into the future and it and uh, it comes across you know when you read it it comes across bad but uh and you know i had another chance he wouldn't say that again you know because it didn't he realized it didn't come he was really concerned about our fans you know and and that was his first time geez i don't want to make them think that i you know i don't love being here and all that so you know he said what he could say to try to clear it up and all that given earl's personality in general do you worry about that stuff less with him than other people a little bit less yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah you know, I mean, we all know Earl, and Earl's a wonderful guy and a great competitor and an incredible player and all that. You know, he sees things a little differently sometimes. And he, he, It's unfortunate because it causes people to have to take a stand on stuff. But really, and in this day and age, everything you say just goes, and, you know, and it goes. And writing looks different than, as you say. And when you ask the kid, you know, what happened? He, he was he was blown away. He couldn't believe it. I was the first one to say something to him, you know, because I had heard it in our locker room. I said, do you realize what just happened? <laughs> he said, no, what are you talking about? You know, we were sitting on the bench together anyway. So, um, you know, and I'm, I know. You know, it, it bothers people, I mean, but we're okay, and we get through it, and stuff is, is said. Is he as an emotional player as you've coached? Oh, yeah. He, he is as tightly wound as anybody I've ever been around, I think, and, and is um, introspective. He's so, so uh, you know, really, he's he's very quiet. He doesn't say much. He doesn't talk much. He's not he's not a guy that expresses himself very often. When he does, sometimes, you know, it's, you know, it's coming out. You, you know, okay, well, what was that? You know, where that come from, Earl? You know, but he's awesome in, in, uh, in his way. Well, if he speaks as little as anyone, uh, the guy I'm going to play some sound from here maybe speaks as much as anybody uh, who has his particular job. This was Bruce Arians. I don't know if you've heard this yet. Uh, following their win on Sunday, talking about the game that is to come this Sunday. We know that that's our home field. Yep. We're going up there and kick. 
How do you feel about Bruce calling CenturyLink his home field? Yeah, Bruce gets to say whatever he wants, man. He can say whatever he wants. Yeah, okay, bring him on. Let's go. We'll go play some football on Sunday. We'll figure it out. Does that motivate your guys, though, I hope? Uh, they might have some fun with that. I, don't know. <laughs> I would imagine they would. Hey, Bruce has won Coach of the Year a few times, and we've kind of given him some grief about it. In a weird, wide-open NFL this year where a lot of teams have outperformed expectations, do you have a sense of who the Coach of the Year is in the NFL this year? Oh, I think the guy at the Rams is. think so. Oh, I don't see how you could not vote him in. I mean, the turnaround they did and the, and the excellence that they've, they've shown throughout the year, uh, that's a, uh, I think that's a great, great job done by him. Did I hear you post-game, I, I think someone asked you post-game about the other playoff scenarios. Did I hear you just shoot all that down to me? You had no idea what happened earlier in the day before you went out and coached? Um, I, did know, I did know about the Rams game somewhere when somewhere somebody said something on the sidelines. So if you're a golfer, are you one of those golfers that never looks at the leaderboard? That you are just all going to be about your game? Is that kind of the mindset? If you want to play great, that's how you play. Yeah. But there's some golfers that look at the scoreboard and yeah, okay. kind of well, know what everybody else is doing. There's a lot of some golfers, and there's some great ones. <laughs> great ones don't care what's going on. They just go play their game and go do it. So in that situation, you're not – there's no – no interest in what happened in Detroit or knowing that, man, these things have all um, taken We care. also knew the, uh, I think, didn't the Atlanta thing? That happened? Yes, yeah, Atlanta we, lost, that, that Detroit lost. Yes. Started, so we knew that yep. one too, yeah. So you, good. so you know those situations. There's nothing you can do about it. You know, right. there's just, the only thing, I, it, can, it can mess with you if, if you put too much in it. So the main thing is is just keep on rolling, go take care of business. So you love that Atlanta was flexed to the same time you guys play? What? This upcoming yeah. week, oh, yeah, they're all going to play. At the I same don't time. care. I don't care. It don't matter. It's, it's this game. We all we have is one game to go play a championship. But you know, opportunity. We're going to go see if we can do it and and, uh, and finish this thing up right and give ourselves every opportunity that, that comes our way. How hard was last week? It was hard. It was a hard week. Yeah, it really was. It was really disappointing that uh, it was so hard. You know, we we did it. You know, we we did it to ourselves. You know, so we just had to work our way through it. Fantastic response a fantastic response by our guys I, our coaches did a great job and we just made it through it and and came out and played the game in that setting and i, I love that that challenge it was awesome it, it, not just the game though but i mean I, you know listening and and reading some of what i don't know how much of it you got to see and hear but i mean there were national hot takes about it's time for pete and the seahawks to part ways after this year there was a suggestion to trade russell wilson i mean when you start hearing things like they that, make hot cakes out of that kind of thing? hot cakes yes they make hot cakes oh, okay all right i don't know I, you know, I, I have enough. There's enough investment in in how I do this and in how our coaches do this, that whatever said out there, it 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 pales in comparison to our own expectations and the standards that we live in and, and try to sleep by. You know, and and it's uh it's just it's hard for people to imagine how much we care and how how hard we work and how how meaningful it is and, and that's it's it's a marvelous part of this this whole thing but uh the outside stuff eh, every once i pecks away you don't like hearing it you know i i i don't read and i don't listen you know when i hear it's coming i click it click it off because i don't want that to be a factor you know and um Bud Grant said a long time ago, you know, you, you, you want to know what they said, but you want to never let them know you read it. <laughs> you know, there was something to that, you know. Uh, you need to know what's going on, but uh, you surely don't want to let it bother you. Was Wednesday and winning Wednesday, as KJ said, a big part of that last week? 
Uh, get it on the practice field, and started, even late in the year, can you started, feel that on the practice field it, late in the season? You no, know, it started Monday, and we worked our way through it. Wednesday was a good, good, solid day. Thursday was a fantastic day of practice, one of our best. And and uh, Friday we we you know finished it off. And but coming out of it, I couldn't tell. I mean, I, you know, you think I would know? I've said that to you before. I don't know, you know. But there uh, there was a moment in pregame when we were stretching, and you could kind of see they were dead serious, man. They wanted to go get this done, and they, nothing stopped them. Chris Carson going to play? Get a practice? No, Where are we I, at? I asked this morning. I don't think so. No. No, he's not quite there. You know, he didn't get it, unfortunately. Everybody else come out rather? Pretty good. Yeah, uh, Luke Jokel hurt his foot a little bit. But other than that, we we got out clean. We were very, very fortunate. And so we'll go into the last game healthy and, and for the most part and, and uh, we're ready to go. You're a little worried what would have happened if Rawls had found his way into the end zone there. I mean, he just is so keyed up every time he gets the ball. You, you mean he might have jumped into two? <laughs> I was worried he was going to try to tackle the Salvation Army yeah. thing. What, what, yeah. What's going on with that? Why did they get rid of those things? Dang, put a lid on it or something. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I gets all excited, all of a sudden there it is. And you know, anyway, your running game though with Rawls and and, uh, and Davis, etc. How are you? How are you judging those guys on a week to week basis? Just kind of week to week basis. Uh, Michael has shown the most consistency for us, you know, in practice and all that too, as well. Um, Thomas had a nice game, did did a good job, and his couple shots that he had, are encouraged by it. And uh, you know, we're going to need to balance it out again. This is going to be a really hard football game. These guys are playing good ball right now, and they're confident and all that. And we got to we got to do our stuff. Uh, we got to be really sharp and clean, and, and so the running game will be a big part of it again. You know, to to my eye, what's frustrating about this, and and, and you can. And you do tell me when I'm totally wrong on these things. It feels like it's not two or three guys in the run game, that it's often just one. I mean, there were a few that were beautifully blocked over the course of Mike's 15 carries, but it just feels like there's just one block not being made. And it's not one guy. It's any kind of guy on any yeah, given it's, play. Yeah, it's been really frustrating. The, the, the consistency, because we're so close to being just just like we want to be, uh, the consistency hasn't been there to count on it yet. And, and uh, so it's been a hard year in that regard. It's, hard, it's been hard to see us balanced. And, and uh, But we're going to go for it again and, and, and keep – Keep chomping at it and see and see if we can get it done. It seems, and, and maybe I'm wrong, and you can correct me too. But it, it seems the last couple of weeks you've been hard on Russ. I mean, I've heard a little bit more criticism from you. Well, we didn't play the well last two weeks, you know. And look at me, put yards on the board, you know. And and uh, you know he he knows, you know he he wants to do better too. And but that's it's part. It's it's just he's one part of it, you know. Yeah. But um, you know I'm I'm counting on well, pulling. But then pulling a third and nine scramble is pretty good. Third and seven oh, that was a great dagger one. at the end. No, is pretty a, good. Oh, the touchdown passes were were beautifully thrown and executed and, and all that stuff. And he, he he ran the ball really well again uh get got some first downs and, and he he's playing his butt off i got no problem with the way he's playing i just wish our production was was there to show it and and uh and we'll make it a little easier on the defense the defense had to really hold up uh, in this ball game last it week. almost feels like to be honest sometimes these are feeling it almost feels like this group likes to be coached hard they're fine yeah they're fine with it they they have high expectations and and the young guys are following suit they, they don't have much to offer in terms of what where they're coming from you know they're not real verbal uh with it but they are definitely willing to follow and and uh so guys want to yeah, they want to go for it and we're gonna do it again well coach we appreciate Let's it go. uh what'd you do yesterday what was uh, what was the holiday big like? family day we had a great time yeah, yeah we had a great time sledding it was snow uh, no we kind of no we didn't quite get there by the time we all got together it was all about having the fun okay. with the family so it was good are you a hard guy to buy for uh, Christmas gifts? No, I'm easy to buy for. Uh, I'm easy to buy for. Really? Yeah, because I don't care what you give me. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? What, what, what? 
What, what are you, what are you looking usually, at? Usually, people wear their new clothes I on the am. day after Christmas. Yeah. Brock's got his new sweatshirt. He's excited. It's good. Huskies. Yeah, I, I um I wore my stuff yesterday, so okay. I, yeah. <laughs> you put it on right. Put everything on. Yeah. As soon as you get it, it goes <laughs> yeah, right yeah, on. Sorry. All right, Coach. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, nice win on Sunday. We'll look Merry forward to watching and talking next week. There you go. There's Pete Carroll, uh, as he always does, joining us following Seahawks games. Thanks to our friends at Twin Peaks Restaurant Tuckwilla for their help with answering the question, Jerk. We'll chat with you guys tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Till then, the head. Barn. See you, everybody.